Fair. Hey, listen, Fair. I got to do a show. show right now, Dave. So, but I, can I get back to you on this? I know you're full of great information, but um, right now we're taping our weekly show. Yeah. So. Oh. Oh, I didn't know we were on. All right. Time hey, to I'll go. I'll talk to you later, Dave. Have a good day. Okay. All right. Who was so important that you needed to take that call like right before we started? I didn't know we were on, Delyn. I had no idea. Was, <laughs> who are you talking to? That was Dave. Dave who? Dave Ramsey. Oh, right. The Dave Ramsey? Hello. <laughs> yes, Dave and I are like this. <laughs> yeah. The you know, Dave Ramsey? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you know what? He calls dial? me. He's suggesting that we tell people that they should pay off their mortgage early and maybe even consider a 15-year mortgage over a 30-year. No. So, yeah. Well, you know, that's what Dave says. You know, I can, we can agree to disagree. So, I don't We need know. to disagree. All right. Well, let's find out what the answer really is. Ready this time? I'm ready this time. <laughs> oh, hello, everybody. My name is Barry Horvath, and Take this is two. Moving Forward TV, your local market update. And I am Dylan Gaston. Thank you for joining us today. So they cut out the first one because I totally wasn't ready. Now, still reaching for my stuff, but you're always ready, Dylan. But I know we try anyway. But you know what? This is what happens on TV. This is the good thing about our show. It's real. <laughs> it is. Yeah, there's no fabrication. There's no. no we're we real are people. what we are. We speak from the heart. That's and, right. And uh, we tell people the way it is. So, and we know. try and help you guys through things. And um, in the real estate world and in the mortgage world, um, you know, ch things change all the time. <laughs> help you so much. And yeah. there's there's so much stuff on the internet that people don't know what to believe and what not to yes. believe these days. So, so let's talk about my conversation with Mr. Dave with Ramsey. With Dave Ramsey. Before the crash and burn. Um, so, and that's one of the things we wanted to talk about. You know, there's a lot of things that um, people hear out there. And Dave Ramsey, great guy and great book and great, totally like it. And a lot of what he says is absolutely accurate and I believe it 100%. His theory about debt. There's a couple of things. Yeah, that we can agree to disagree on because right. I think it depends on the market you're in and the current market you're in right now. The big question is, and people ask, should I do a 15-year should I do a 30-year mortgage? Right. Should I prepay my mortgage? And you know what the answer is? It depends. <laughs> it really does. It depends on your situation. Right. So everybody's situation is differently. I mean, while I'm not a big fan of debt, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but sometimes it makes sense to carry that debt. So let's talk about if you should do a 15-year, 30-year, and if you pay off your mortgage early. Right. So let's get your thoughts on that, Delyn. There's there's two schools of thought. So first of all, let's say um, on the uh, Dave Ramsey thing, you know, there's um, the program, like I said, is great. And when he talks about paying off your credit card debt and things like that, absolutely, positively, I agree 150%. You start with your smaller cards, you put it down one at a time, they start to get paid off. That is fantastic. However, what you really have to look at, what Barry's getting at is, 
um, the interest rates that you're paying. Right now, mortgage interest rates are dirt cheap. They have not been this low ever. So it's cheap money to borrow. The other thing that I differ a little bit with Dave is Dave is saying, you know, become debt free and don't have anything. Sadly, in today's world, you need to have some debt because otherwise you're not going to have a credit score. Uh, credit scoring goes by the debt that you have and things like that. If you don't have any debt whatsoever, you're not gonna have a credit score and that can be worse than having bad credit. So let's just kind of run through, you know, it, it's kind of one of those age old questions, 15 year, 30 year, which one should I do, Delane? Which one, tell it's me. It's right tell up me. there with what is the meaning of life? Yeah, what does it mean like, <laughs> or should I have children? Yeah, I know. You know. All right. It depends. So 15 or 30, it depends. Yeah. It depends on your situation. So you what are some of the things it depends on? And should you prepay, you know? So let's just buzz through these right. real quick because this is a fast show. How long are you going to be in the house? If you're yeah. going to be in the house, right, 10 years or more? Yep, or you and your spouse are over the age of 50. Right. Or if your debt to income ratio, how much you earn versus what your debt is, 30% uh, of your monthly income. And here's a big one, too. I love this, you know, is... If you're going to do payment savings, are you going to invest the difference on a 15-year versus a 30-year? So if you take the 30-year payment, are you going to invest that elsewhere and utilize right. the money? Or are you going to go blow it at going out for dinner more? And when you're, when you, this is my favorite, when you are purchasing a home, are you purchasing an average 2,000 square foot home and not some McMansion? McMansion, yeah. <laughs> is that like, you know. And are you a disciplined saver to where you're not going to carry any other consumer debt? That's probably the biggest one right I, there. I agree. So, you know, it's a, it's a very... That's what we said. It depends. Yeah, and sometimes depends we situation. agree with some of the stuff and sometimes we don't. You know, Everybody's situation is different. There's not one size fits all. Everybody, and right. you should talk to your financial advisor and you should talk to your mortgage person. Because if you're going to get a low interest rate versus a high interest rate and you can invest that difference wisely and do it disciplined you know be disciplined and do it every single month chances are you're going to be ahead if right if you do it in the market you know so. i think i think a lot of people are still from the uh old adage way back when our parents your parents and my parents um when mortgages were callable and when the banks were hello, hello, in trouble hello, hello. <laughs> Hello. They were calling in mortgages saying, you know, whether they were on time or not, pay your mortgage off now. It was yes. a callable mortgage. That isn't the case anymore. And and at the time, our parents, remember, they used to have uh, their, their mortgage burning parties. They, when had, you they off, called them. It was pay off the mortgage, pay off the mortgage, pay off the mortgage, pay off the mortgage. Actually, here's what happened. After the Great Depression. Right. That's what I'm that's, talking. That's when it all happened. Back in, back in 1928, was it? Yeah. Let's go back in 30. history. And like so they had block burning parties. So when people right. paid off their mortgage, they would actually have a party on the block saying they, you know, they burnt that mortgage right. paper showing that it was gone. And that's because then they didn't have fear that the bank was going to come and take their house away and it happened. anymore. It happened. It happened a lot, sadly. Be and it did happen because what happened was when the market crashed, mm -hmm. people were all running to the bank, pulling out their money because right. they were scared of what was going to happen. Right. So in turn, the banks actually went to the people they gave and lent money to and says, hey, we need your money now. Right. And Just like in a, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And of course, that could never happen again. Right. You know, Congress has since put laws in place to mm -hmm. where 
they cannot call your mortgage. I mean, if you pay, you stay. If you don't, you won't. Right, right. That's always my, you so, know. So our, our point is paying off your mortgage is not necessarily the best thing right now. With rates being cheap, it's not a callable mortgage anymore. As long as you're paying it on time, you're not going to lose your house. So we're going to show you some differences in... Um, the, you know the the two different camps. Should we pay off the mortgage early? So we're going to compare Dave Ramsey and Rick Edelman's theories. So fan, uh, one can of we throw Barry Horvath logic too? <laughs> <laughs> you follow the Rick Edelman People a lot. People stick around it for is, that. Hey, good. listen, we got to take a break, so we'll be back right after this. Okay, we're back over that big old we're debate. We're back. 15 year, 30 year, 15, what do you want to do? Want to prepay that mortgage? I know, should we prepay it do or it. not? Do it, do it, no. don't do it. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, yes. <laughs> so the, um, basically what, what um, they're trying, trying to come, the point that we're trying to make is that if you um, prepay your mortgage, which is great, um, what if you lose your job? You might have all this equity in your house. Yes. Equity isn't going to buy you groceries. Equity isn't going to make your electric bill payment. E equity isn't going to make your car payment. So it's wonderful that you have, you know, $100,000 in equity in your house. That is not a nest egg. I, That's putting all your eggs in one basket. Is that what yeah. you know, I was I'm like, famous at I was like to give, so I, I always like to give the analogy right now. Okay. Would you rather have $100,000 in cash? Mm -hmm. Or $100,000 of equity. Right. Which would you rather have, Dylan? Cash. Of course, cash is king because right. if you did lose your job, right. you know, 
you can't if you can't access the equity in your house necessarily because first of all we all know going through a mortgage right now we're definitely going to verify you have a job and income right and you can't get it right so i would say you know what if you prepay your mortgage it's kind of like taking the money and stuffing it in the walls of your house right you can't get it out <laughs> can't get it out and the bank pays you no interest for doing that right they really don't so right. you know so the smarter thing to do is to take some extra money instead of taking the extra money like a lot of people think you know when they're getting a mortgage I don't know how many closing tables I've sat at where they say oh take the extra money and put it down on your mortgage no take the extra money and put it into some sort of a savings vehicle whether it's a savings account sure. a money market stock market I don't care what you put it into but put it aside because then you'll have that money I like the the story that you told me years ago in a book um, about these two women they uh, both of them had great jobs and they both bought a house and one of them put 20% down and every extra dime that she had from her job, she socked down on her mortgage. And the other one only put like 5% down and every extra penny she had, she put it into a savings investment. Five years later, they both lose their job. Well, the one who was putting money down on her mortgage, trying to save her house, ends up having to sell that house because she doesn't have any money to make the mortgage payment. Whereas the other woman who was putting money away, she put enough money away that she can actually go without a job for two years and she has enough money to continue making her mortgage payment. So that that speaks volume. Yeah, you gotta remember a house is not a liquid investment. And right. we all learned that back in the crash when uh, and I had everybody lost their equity everybody lost their equity so it's not liquid mm -mm. and maybe you know yeah right now it's pretty liquid because you could put your house on the market bam it's sell it sell right fast. away but, but back then that doesn't work all the time people were upside down you know the market will go up and down and in real estate just like the stock market and especially right now with interest rates like you said being so low mm -hmm. you know where you're gonna get a mortgage say in the four percent neighborhood and the history of the market, say 8%, it's kind of common sense that right. take that extra savings and put it somewhere else to work for you. Right. Now you actually have two assets working for you. You have your investments growing over here. And where do you make money in your real estate? Well, you make money in real estate when it appreciates with the real estate market. Right. So now your equity is gonna grow as well. You know, that little extra bit of principal you're paying down doesn't make your house appreciate faster, and people need to understand that. And like you said in the bank, they're not paying you anything on that. No, they don't pay you for paying extra. And everybody looks at that truth in lending till, right. and they see how much interest they would pay, and they're like, oh, I gotta get rid of that, I gotta get rid of that. Well, maybe, you know, maybe, but. Every situation is different. Every, exactly. So. Um, so, so should we talk about the best to in, best to invest or a shorter term mortgage? I like. Sure. I like sure. that. Sure. Go ahead. All you right. You want to be somebody? Why don't so, you be Susie? I'll so, be Ivan. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at he's going to Susie and Ivan. He's going to be Ivan, and I'm going to be Susie. And what we're looking at is two homeowners, both of which have a mortgage of three hundred thousand dollars. Because I'm going to read this. Yeah, we're going to read it. So because <laughs> we can't memorize this, really, <laughs> this is us. All right, so we have a $300,000 mortgage. Both of them live in the house for 10 years. We're not going to take any inflation into consideration. And here's what we have. I will be Susie. This is Susie. a $300,000 mortgage? Yes. A this, is, this is a pretty nice house. It is. I like at it. So Susie has this $300,000 mortgage, and she took it out for a 15-year term at 3.25%, which is very reasonable right about now. 
Her monthly mortgage payment is 2,108. We're not doing taxes or anything for the, for the moment. So $2,108.01 a month. Over a 10 year period, after the 10 year period is over, her balance from 300,000 is gonna be down to $116,000 change. So she will have left, or she will have built up $183,000 in equity. So she didn't put any money into the smart market. She didn't market. put any money into savings. She so just she's taking did a 15 that, year term. So she's making a bigger a payment every single month. Bigger payment every month. All right, let's do my guy. Okay. My guy's Ivan. Ivan is smarter. Ivan. <laughs> Ivan's smarter I, than Susie. My guy's always smarter than your guy. This is how our show goes, okay? Let's keep that in mind. Keep yeah. it all in perspective, okay? So Ivan Investor gets a 30-year mortgage. He's at three and three quarter percent. So we all know the interest rate is going to be slightly higher on a 30, on a 30 year. versus a 15-year mortgage. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. So it seems like, oh, do the 15-year right. His monthly payment is $1,389, where your Susie lady, she was eighteen hundred bucks. A so. difference of about seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred eighteen dollars and sixty six cents to be exact. A month. <laughs> a month. So in ten years, he's going to have two hundred thirty four thousand three hundred thirty four dollars left on his mortgage, mm -hmm. or sixty five thousand six hundred sixty five dollars. So he's got less. Built up in equity. Less equity because right. he paid less on principal. Makes sense, right? But Ivan took the difference. That $718 Eddie invested in the market. He's so smart. Yeah, smart guy. So let's assume an average of 8% for 10 years. Guess what? He's got $131,476,000 in the stock market now after 10 years. Does that make sense? Plus the $65,000. So guess what? Ivan comes has. out ahead because in 10 years, he's got $197,141 in total equity, whereas Susie only has more than half of which is liquid. Yeah. And Susie only has 183,000 and it gets more obvious. You know what? The longer you go out, it gets even bigger. So I'm going to tell you how much bigger you'll be amazed how much this compounds right after we get to this. You're going to you want to hear the difference of this. It's amazing.
So I really love this Ivan and Susie comparison. <laughs> and I'm so glad <laughs> that I get that Ivan. That you got Ivan. I Ivan's know. Ivan's my Sarah client. Was nice. <laughs> Susie's your client, okay? See, and you you educated Ivan nicely. Yes, yes. Good Ivan, job. Ivan Investor. He's my man. Good so job. We did the but I do sit at closing tables and I can hear people, you know, like sometimes real estate people, sometimes title people saying, oh, pay extra money on your mortgage. And I cringe when I hear that, you know. Yeah, well, it depends on your situation again. Right. So, so let's carry out Ivan and Susie even further and yes. see how much better it gets for my boy Ivan. <laughs> All right, so both lived in their home now for 15 years. Ivan came out further ahead with $350,636 of equity and investments, and investments, I can't right. even say that, versus your little Susie, <laughs> she had three hundred grand in home equity. That's all she had. That's it. That's it. So is it worth it? And that's extra? assuming no appreciation on either one of them no. in 15 years. Exactly. So you now can't think, say, yeah, but her house would have gone this. up, because so would have Ivan. Ivan came out $57,000 ahead. Now, they spent the same exact amount of money every single month. So who do you want to be? I know. Mm -hmm. I'm in Ivan's camp. You know what? Now, let's if we were back in the early 80s when interest rates were outrageous in the double digits, it 10, this, 15, the logic doesn't work. But right. in today's world, if you can lock in a low 30-year fixed rate mortgage and invest the difference, do it. You know, when rates were much higher, Inflation was different, you know, it works. It works in today's world. So things are always subject to change. So, right. you know, I love this concept. You know, the other reason why you want to have a mortgage and people always forget is it's tax deductible for of, many, many, many people. One of the few things that we do still have and that you, the government allows us to deduct is yes. the mortgage interest and your real estate and, taxes. And Those could be too big. And here's my disclaimer, you. always check with your tax advisor. Mm -hmm to make sure that you know that right, applies to you. Different. Everybody's situation is different. You got a million but bucks. You don't taxes. think about, oh, I had to pay this year or I got a big refund. Do you know why you got that refund? It's because you had mortgage interest on it. And if you're in the 25% tax bracket, hypothetically, and you're paying 4%, Delyn, I know you're really good at math. What's 25% of 4%? $4? <laughs> no, Delyn, it means that your mortgage that you're paying 4% to that interest portion is really only 3%. So think about that. So it. now it even makes it even a better case right. for you, you know, to go ahead and have a mortgage. So so Dave Ramsey is a great person and a great concept that he has. We're not taking anything away from him. We're just saying that every when it comes to your mortgage, one of the largest investments that people make in their lifetime, just talk to a financial planner. Don't just take the word for it of even your loan officer, your realtor, or your title company sitting at the table. Definitely talk to a financial planner. If you're making a big investment like buying a house, which we absolutely recommend people do, for obvious reasons like tax deductibility and such like that. If you are doing that, get yourself a financial planner as well. And if get you, someone to help you talk and if you, you want, through. If you don't believe us, go on bankrate.com. Mm -hmm. There's a calculator on there that shows your effective after-tax rate on a mortgage. So the higher your tax bracket, the bigger advantage it is for you. We actually you. have that on easymortgageanswers.com as well. Easymortgageanswers.com has a lot of different calculators for go. different options, so, rent versus zone, you know, and a 3.59 rate effective right. rate could be 2.59 depending on your tax bracket. So look at that tax bracket. So. Um, 
what else do you want to talk about? You want to talk about always events. having a house payment? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to events, <laughs> pretty much, you know, it's kind of like, you know, death and taxes. You're always going to, you have to pay to live somewhere. Even if your house is paid off, you still have your real estate taxes and stuff like that. So if you're, if you're, you're either going to rent or you're going to have a payment of some kind on your house. And again, most of the time, you're not going to want to pay it off completely because most people, the tax deductibility of your mortgage interest helps. Absolutely. And should you rent or buy? You know, right now in many markets, it's actually much more cost effective to buy. It absolutely is. Now, if you're going to be one of those people that moves a lot, maybe it makes sense to rent because if you're not going to own your, I mean, we're in, right. we're in an unusual a appreciating a market. We don't think everybody should buy because you know the cost to move, right. the cost to pay the real estate commissions, right. your closing costs, et cetera. Maybe it doesn't make sense. So if you're going to move buy. every couple of years, then it doesn't Maybe. make sense. You I know, mean, just of, rent. Of course, rent. in this market, with the way the homes are appreciating so fast. Maybe it, right. you know, it worked out in your favor. But overall, maybe overall, renting. Overall, if you want to put put some roots down, yeah. plant some roots and everything. Some roots. Some roots. That's some what roots. they say. If you're going to put some, some roots, roots down and everything, the you know, roots. you're going to stay in your house. Where are you from? Roots. I said roots. The ruts. Groot. Root. Anyway, <laughs> if you're going to uh, be in the house for more than five years, then it does pay. It definitely pays because right now rents in our area right now rents somewhere around you know thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month in some cases more. Um, sometimes most of the time you can get a house payment for less than that. Yeah. So. And and you don't have a landlord who's going to go up next year and up <laughs> next year and up next year and up next year. I just had this conversation with someone actually, and they said to me, "Yeah, but if the water heater breaks, then it's not my responsibility if I'm renting." True. Good point. So you know, water heater costs you what three hundred bucks or something like that. They're going to go up more than that. It's in always rent. factored into your rent. I don't care how you look at it. It is part of it. So, right. you know, sit down with a professional, evaluate your situation. But if you're going to stay more than five years, it probably makes sense to buy and get pre-qualified. There's an idea. And we're not the only one that thinks this. There's no. a lot of good information yeah. that. So um, as soon as I'm done here, I'm calling Dave back because I was so rude and hung up on him earlier in the show. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I'll get back to you. Set him straight, will you? Yeah, ya? I'll get him. I'll the get him. Paying off the mortgage is not always the best not thing always, for people. Not always. So, <laughs> all right. So, so let's talk about what we have coming up. All right. Events-wise, believe it or not, we're kind of quiet for the summer right yeah. now. We and have, we, but we are. There, there's one of the one of our, our favorite. And events. we have one minute to tell them about it. Okay. So, so one of our favorite events. Talk fast, Delayed. One of our favorite events that is coming up <laughs> is called <laughs> Bowling for <laughs> Boobs, October. <laughs> is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So the last Tuesday of September, September, 20, September 26, 26, let me help you out. We have an event and it's called Bowling for Boobs. If you would like more information on it, it is a fundraiser for um, people in the community afflicted by breast cancer. So please reach out to us on WPBA.biz yes. and you can find out a whole bunch of uh, information about that. It's a bunch of fun. We dress up like morons. <laughs> we, we all bowl. There, we get some teams. morons on our we, show? <laughs> we, we sell out, we sell out the Lane Glow uh, bowling alley. So you definitely want to get a team put together pretty quickly and, um, and go on to and you WPBA can WPBA. and you can get this information, of course, on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, True. LinkedIn. Look for him. Instagram. <laughs> We're all over the web, so share our information out on the show. That's right. And share uh, us, like us, us all that fun stuff. We appreciate you guys watching. We are today and every day. And we hope you appreciated the difference of a 15-year versus 30-year in prepaying the mortgage. 
Have a good week, everybody. We're moving forward. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> moving <Bye>. forward. <laughs>